Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Yo. Yo, I go by the name, go by the name I'm of Pharrell, from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your pusher, the world, the world is about to feel, about to feel something, something that I'm they never felt before, come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Monday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer with a Sam spin of the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this first segment, and today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Don't forget to try their website. Check their website out at Hazel Sky online.com where you can check out all their products and you can shop for the comforts of your own home and this first segment today is going to be sponsored by way to grow way to grow is a full service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs give them a shout out that is way to grow official sponsor of the sports crowd 736-9760 if you know what you want to talk about like always it's open phone lines just ask you to be patient during the breaks and segments and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly also, don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at SportsGrind or get at me during the show at SportsGrind, and we'll reply to those as uh, as we can. What's up, Jonas? Another great day, man. Another great day. Another great it's, day. It's Monday. It's Monday. What's up, Sam? Not much, fellas. How we doing? All right, brother. All right, man. Ready to get another week started. Um Just to give you a little insight, if you didn't tune in on Friday's show, if you missed Friday's show, I've been keeping y'all coming along this process uh, that here, hopefully, in the next few days, we will be, the decision's been made. We found our co-host, uh, co you know, to be a part of the show. So that announcement should be coming here in a few days. So stay tuned for that, and we'll let you know. But it is, um, you know, complete. And appreciate everybody out there in the mom that reached out over the last month or so that tried to, um, you know, ask about, inquire you know, and even the ones that I actually talked to about the gig, um, you know, thanks, appreciate that, you know. And I didn't mean, and I, I didn't mind all y'all because I, I come from that cloth. Like, you know, I'm going to make them say no. You know, who knows? Who cares? It's worth to say it, you know. But anyway. All right. So in the sports world, man, uh, coming off a weekend, and we're going to get in this vibe where we're coming in that point where Monday's going to be busy as hell here in a few weeks. I mean, when, when football gets going and college – it's 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 going to be busy. Always going to have things coming off the weekend, but definitely an interesting sports weekend. Uh, we've got NFL camps continue to go on. Aaron Rodgers' decision. He's got to show his hand tomorrow. Okay, on where he's at and what he's going to do. Is he going to be there? Is he not? Uh, Deshaun Watson. The Texans have openly finally admitted that they are taking offers and are willing to take offers for Deshaun Watson. Now he showed up to camp, and I know Adam tweeted that out, and that was the big deal. The surprise, like, hey, he showed up. Well, I think for two reasons, it's smart. I mean, one is because he wants to keep his money. For one, number two, I think by him showing up, and also the Texans 
because uh, now they're kind of like working kind of hand in hand to get this situation resolved. Because for one, he shows up and he saves begin getting fined. Number two, uh, the Texans announced that, hey, we are willing to take offers. We don't think we've gotten any serious offers yet. Uh, but this is what we're wanting because what they're doing is they're now putting the ball into the NFL office and Roger Goodell's hand and the powers of be to make a decision on, you know, if there's going to be suspensions or what they're going to do. Are they going to put him on the exempt list or what they're going to do? Like they kicked the can down the street on this because he's got, you know, 21 civil suits pending. You know, we've already know from Rusty, his uh, his lawyer up in H-Town, that this is really going to be looked at February on the docket in February. So this whole Deshaun surprising everybody and showing up is smart. And I think the Texans, even though I think they came to this conclusion like months ago, but they're finally opening up now because the season's about to start and camp is here. But also it's like, all right, NFL, y'all quiet. Y'all ain't saying anything. We need to know, man. Cause a lot of reason why they probably ain't got serious offers because everybody that's interested, whether it's five teams, six teams, three teams, they want to know what kind of discipline is he facing? Because I guarantee you, if the league releases like, hey, he's not gonna, he's not going to, you know, suffer any type of penalty suspension. Oh, the the rumor mill, there'll be flood offers coming into Houston. Now that Houston wants to play ball, you know, I'm hearing maybe three first round future picks plus starting players. That talk has come up again. I don't know if Houston's get. I mean, without hearing from the NFL, I don't know if they're getting that. I don't know if they're really going to get. You know, they probably could maybe still squeeze out two to three first-rounders, but I don't know if they're getting starting defensive players and wide receivers. I think it's going to have to be done in draft capital. You might get a throw-in player here, depending on what it is, but I think the longer this stretch out, you, this is going to be draft capital, in my opinion. Not saying there won't be no players, but, you know, months ago it was like, hey, if he's going there, they want a starter defensive player. They want a starting quarterback. You know, they want starting wide receiver. And I get it because Houston is deplenished. And Bill O'Brien, as the GM he was, left that team bare covered when it talks about whatever. The GM's got a hell of a job for Texas because they hardly got any damn draft picks, okay? Even though I love Terod Taylor, he's a journeyman quarterback. I hate that he's stuck in this situation. Because really because of Houston's ownership, I'm hoping they lose every damn game. Because I'm disgusted with their ownership. But at the end of the day, I know that's going to hurt my guy Tyrod Taylor. But that's just the way it is, you know. Um, but you got that situation. Uh, Chandler Jones is not happy with Arizona. He wants out of there, Arizona. I'm like, here we go, man. It's getting started. These players just feel like they've been sitting around. Like, I don't want to get be here. I'm going to say it with my chest out. You got that going on. Baseball. Baseball is going on. The big story today is really outside the diamond, but according to certain reports, the Dodger teammates, they don't want Trevor Bauer back. They don't want him back at all. And to me, that lets me know that, you know, he hasn't really had his day in court yet. These are allegations. This is what he's being charged or possibly could be charged with. Hasn't really been charged with anything yet. But also let that lets me know if his players are speaking that loudly behind closed doors and let management know then Trevor might not be a, a a good guy, good teammate. You know, he's had some deals with – I've never been – I used to tell Slummy this time, Trevor Bauer, I've never been a Trevor Bauer fan. Never have. Didn't really like him in Cleveland. Like, he's always he – just he's, he's always saying something smart. He's got the red ass half the time about something. He's a talented pitcher. He got paid by the Dodgers. This is why this is very interesting because the Dodgers showed, showed out a lot of money, a lot of money for Trevor Bauer. You know, and it's ironic that he's going through these situations, this assault situation, whether with a female, when he kind of made history and hired a female agent who negotiated this big deal. You know, so this whole thing allegedly, allegedly 
basically screams maybe a lack of disrespect for women. Okay. So the Dodgers have spoken on that. Um, am I wrong by saying that I think that possibly are, are the White Sox the best team in baseball? Am I wrong by saying that? I mean, I know they came off with a series with the A's. I think the A's took two out of the three. The White Sox got it done last night. But, you know, um, Tony La Russa's first year, you know, um, a lot of people, even myself, didn't know if he really deserved another opportunity into the game. We know he's had some off-the-field issues. But when you look at them, I mean, I like I like Boston. I mean, Boston, to me, is going to be one of those scrappy teams. Their manager's got a chip on his shoulder. Remember, he had to go away for a year just because of the whole, you know, uh, bang on cash, uh, cash, you know, trash cans gate in H-Town. So he had to go away. But the Boston's one of those teams, man, that they they might look like, you know, when they get closer, they get in, they could be, they could be a hard out. We've got some trades that went down, uh, you know. Um, my man, uh, what's my man's name, went to the Rays. Um, Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz. That happened last week. I think that went down last Thursday or Friday. And is this the year finally, out of all the rumors, is this the year that my man Chris Bryant Silk is actually going to finally get moved from Chicago? These rumors have been floating for the last couple years. And also, not only that, it could uh, H to the Rizzo could be along with them. You know, Cubs are, I mean, I guess they're going to be sellers, but to, to me, this is, I mean, this team just won the World Series for the first time over 100 years a few years ago. And I remember Salami telling me, oh, I'm going to judge them by a four-year window. Are they going to, do-? and honestly, if you look back at this era, the talent, cashing in only one World Series, I think it came down to pitching, really. They just haven't been able to get their pitching and their bullpen right. It hasn't been the bats problem. But you're starting to hear these Chris Bryant rumors uh, surface again. As well. And if we get time to get to it, too, like this went down last Thursday, but I hadn't been able to get my take on it, which is obvious. People know how I feel about it. But Dre's ex-wife, Dr. Dre, producer, I think, you know, you. I don't know if it was U.S. Today or Rolling Stones just rated him as, like, one of the top producers of this century, one of them. Um, to me, that was like a consolation to make him feel good after the news came down to how much his wife's going to get, his ex-wife. She's getting paid. It's just, just ridiculous, that kind of money. But we got to start with with the round ball. Overseas in Tokyo. Okay, we got to start there. As the U.S. drops their first game in group play, 83-76, to 76, after allowing France to close on a 16-2 run, okay, it snaps a 25-game winning streak that they've had dated back to the 04 Olympics. And, you know, it's one of those situations to where if you look if you look at the exhibitions and you look at the games they've lost like now it's like four out of the last six or three out of six or something like that around there. Um, but what I talked about was before we even went into the Olympics in regards to what was going to be interesting to me is the head dynamic of this is Coach Greg Popovich coaching this team, and I felt that the people that looked at certain lenses through lens like I do in regards to where the NBA's at, the type of players that are you got to deal with, the superstars that are running the league, the type of basketball that's being played, you've had those questions and some people say, hey, you know, does Pop's way work still? Does it? Okay. I told you, it doesn't matter how critical I am of Greg Popovich. You are never going to be able to take away – on his resume of what he's done. 
I don't care if he's never sniffed another chance to win a title. I don't care if he doesn't bring home the goal with our uh, with our guys over there. He's going to go down as one of the goats. Okay, what he's done for this city, what he's done with the organization, that's never been my beef with him. That's never I really don't even have a beef with him, but that's not, has nothing to do with my criticism. Okay? It's always been like I'm not going to be I have this platform. I share it with some of my peers in the industry. And I'm not going to have my platform to where I walk by the hallway. And I know Tank, my dog, is taking a big crap in the house because no one heard him barking to let him out. Okay, I'm upstairs doing my thing. This not that Tank does this. Tank, Tank learned the hard way. He, trust me. Okay, I made sure of that. But I'm not walking by the room like who's going to pick up that pile of crap? Acting like it don't smell. Acting like you don't see it. That's why I will give the man his props, but also let's be real. And now all of a sudden, case at 12 reported a while ago, I was going to get into Kendrick Perkins, which I think Kendrick has a, he has his own hidden agenda. I'm not saying Kendrick Perkins opinion matters what he thinks of Greg Popovich or anything like that. It doesn't, but case at 12, one of our respected media outlets has reported also that there's some growing frustrations from players in regards to Pop's way feels like the Spurs way is trying to be implemented into the Olympic team. Okay. I don't think that's fake news. I, I think, you know, because if you look at this game, which France is one of the favorites, by the way, to win the whole thing. I mean, I'm not going to act like France, you know, put a bunch of JV guys. That Rudy Gobert, they've got guys, they've got like five NBA players on that squad, if I'm not mistaken. Okay? But you know what I feel about the expectations, about the red, white, and blue stripes. I'm not changing that. Okay? Brazil can put out their B team. Okay? No Neymar, no nothing. And they're not supposed to lose a friendly they're not supposed to lose an Olympic game, and they're not supposed to lose a World Cup game to America. That's just the standards that are served when you get on the world stage of things. No, we don't have Steph. No, we there's no LeBron. There's no AD. I get all that, but we've got enough over there. But this is very interesting if there is a, you know, contrast of styles that's going on that these guys, you got to listen to some of their post-game comments, too, and read between the lines as well, too, to let you know there could be something brewing with that. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. I'm just sitting in the studio just trying to get to you, baby. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, um, if you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. They do a lot of great things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Club. Um, let me see here. I think I've already got a response here on the, my question here. Let me go to check on Twitter to see if we had it. Oh, I thought I had somebody respond. I think Dan Ward's checking out to me. I have to look at the message. I think he was talking about his base, who I thought with the White Sox. But anyway, before we get into that, let's just stick right here with the situation in hand. Our guys go down to the Frenchies, 83 to 76. Okay. Um, there was a point in that game where I even saw in the holiday, like Dame, like, you know, Dame Lillard is sitting there maybe with a wide open shot. But he's moving and passing the ball because this is the, that whole passing system that Pop has and what he's doing. That's kind of what he's implementing, and it's not easy to make that transition to learn that. 
But the million-dollar question in the room is if this is true and this is brewing amongst some of the – because look at Evan Fournier, I guess the France guy, the guy sitting in the – Fournier, oh, yeah. Fournier, Fournier. I'm not a French guy. I can't pronounce French. I can barely pass, uh, pronounce English. But anyway, listen to his comments after the – because his comments after the game was saying, look, they've got a lot of talent, but they can be beaten by a team. It's not a shock to us. Okay. So better individually. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you listen to True Holiday, NBA champion, True Holiday, if you listen to him saying, you know what, we're smart players over here. We're smart players. We'll figure it out. He goes, we haven't really got a chance to play. We will figure it out. We'll figure it out. Is he talking about the players? Being like, we've got to figure this thing out. Like, if we're really against Pop, and that's just Pop, and we respect Pop. Pop's the grandpa. We're going to respect him. We're not going to kill him publicly because we got too much respect for him. He's got our back. He's got our back on social issues. He's got all. He got the brother's back. But when it comes down to if they're looking at him when the play's drawn up or what's going on and they're looking around and saying, is he serious? Are we really doing that? There's a possibility that could be going on. But it brings it full circle in regards to kind of what's going on down here where there's a section of what people feel like, okay, has the game passed by? And keep in mind, the international game is different than the NBA game. It's, right. it's called different. The refs call the game different. Can't stand the way that basketball looks like. Why are we? Why do they have to play with that kind of looking basketball? Like, we know it's international FIBA, whatever, but why do they have to play with that ball? That ball is horrible. But the truth of the matter is, is that it's different. So in Pop's defense, it's different. And his defense, this team hasn't really got that much practice time together. You've got two or three guys that just came out to the finals. In his defense. But I'm going to say what I said last week. If you show up to your local gym, okay, and there are five guys that play Division One basketball just having to get some running that day, but they all show up, five guys from the Big 12 against five guys that just got off an eight-hour shift and they want to play pickup, those five Division One players are supposed to beat those guys whether they play together or not. No disrespect to France. They're one of the favorites to win. I'm hearing the experts tell me they will probably be in that medal round. They are a good team. I think Australia is another good team to look out for. So this has nothing to do with, oh, this is a team that Calvin thinks this team is supposed to blow out France by 20 or 30. No. Now their next opponent, the USA, play, they're like 38-point favorites. They're going to kill those guys. Okay. They're probably going to kill the next two opponents. This is when we talk this this performance right here. This is talking about when they get in the medal rounds, when they get out of the group. You got something you could you keep looking at me, Jordan. I know you got something to add that I kind of touched on, even on with the pop situation and and all that kind of stuff. I'm just don't kill the messenger, man. I just told you it was coming, like Paul Revere did. I just told you it's coming. I was like, look, this is a because I'll tell you right now, in my opinion, they've lost like what. Including exhibition, they've lost like what four games on a pop, even a practice of three or whatever. In my opinion, oh, man, yeah. if Coach K is coaching this team, they have zero losses right now. And I'm not saying Coach K, I think he's that much better than Pop or whatever like that. If Coach K is a guy that can adapt, he's been with these guys, he's a little bit more in touch to the younger youth on how to get with them. If Coach K was still coaching this Olympic team, they wouldn't have any L's, in my opinion. We'll never know that, but that's just my opinion. What you got, Jonas? It's very possible, but you look at other comments too. Damian Lillard said uh, recently, and you know we see who we see each night sometimes in the NBA. They are completely different when they play for their countries. Now here's the stinger though. 
Lillard said, they got more freedom and the comfort level is obvious. So we put ourselves in a dogfight and they made plays to win it. Now, this, this is a fault on the players themselves too, Team USA. They chose not to go play FIBA last year. All the stars wanted to sit out. So you want to talk about the chemistry of France? Okay. You chose not to be part of that chemistry. Pop what? was coaching that too. That's fair. We already are down here. We know that it takes one, two years to become comfortable in the Coach Pop system. And you had an opportunity to get an advanced course on it, take some summer school on it last year before the Olympics, and you opted not to. So this is on them. I, I, you Don't shoot the messenger. You can't fault Coach Popovich for, t- for coaching his way either. They knew what they were doing when they signed him on to be head coach of this team. He is one of the most respected coaches, and this just goes to speak to the thing that we've heard for years and years and years that players will talk up Coach Pop. Oh, genius at basketball. Would love to play for the guy. Free agency right. comes around, like it's coming around next Monday, and it's time to put your money where your mouth is and choose San Antonio over another market and you go somewhere else. Right. I think out of everything you just said, I, I will meet you to the fact of you bring up a good point in regards to the guys having an opportunity to play people ball last year but this goes back to this goes back to also the other big part of this equation okay in regards to it does it's obvious even like the years before even now it's obvious there are certain countries that take this a little bit more pride and more serious than our american nba players do that's just facts okay hell look at argentina scola is like 43 scola is like my age is he still playing on the the national team it's an honor for that. Manu played to the wheels came off. There was a big – fans down here didn't like that. Manu had a bad ankle that year. And I remember down here, everybody was pissed that he wouldn't play for Archie. Like, oh, man, Spurs are paying his money. What is he doing? He's going to get hurt. But Manu, that flag in that country and where they're built from, it means a lot to him too. I guarantee you, that gold medal that Manu got is right up there with them rings he got in the NBA titles. Okay? Because when he goes back home – He's second to Maradona. And then there's Messi. Messi can go if he can get cash in a World Cup. Manu's, Manu's ahead. That's Calvin's opinion. Okay? So that's the way I look at it. But, no, I'm not putting all this on pop. The whole France loss is not on pop. But the reality is, man, he's in the seat. I knew that there was going to be expectations replacing Coach K. And at the end of the day, he's got the best NBA player to most over there still. And he's got to figure it out. He's got to figure it out. And it, and it comes down to, like, you've got to figure out what your players you got are comfortable with. It. That's why all the great coaches in any sport, the ones that tell you, is the ones that can adjust to your talent and be that. That's why a lot of people feel, despite all the spy gate and the filming, that Bill Belichick is one of the goats. Bill Belichick, through a season, not an offseason, during a season – during that run, Bill would have three different ways he could beat you any Sunday. We're going to run the ball down their throat. Tom's just going to hand it off, but we're going to run for two or 300 yards on the ground. Or we need Tom to throw 40, 50 ga- times a game. He could adjust. I think from the critics, if this is true, if there is chirping and all that, it comes down to is is he, uh, is he can he adjust or is it his way? Yeah, you win in titles with this system, but that was like years back in the day. 
Are you willing and can you adapt to your personnel? And maybe that's also a reason why it's a hard time getting guys to come down here to the 210. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Valley money mixed with Henny, that's a Fendi. Half a century almost. Slice the green like a lawnmower. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Brewster's Backyard Ice House, home of the free popcorn every day, all day, all night, and their home of the 275. You call it happy hour, Monday through Friday from 4 to 6. That is Bruce's Backyard Ice House official sponsor of the Sports Crown. All right. So keeping it moving. And and before we move on from that, the other point that I want to make without just piling everything at the fault of pop, but I just told you that this is going to be one of those that you'll hear more than national media start questioning him about what's going on. Because when it's national talk, usually with the pop, and especially in the last couple of years, it's been about, what he's had to sit there and say about the president in office, what he's had to sit there and say about social issues. Everybody's kind of like no one's nationally has really talked about pop. Is, is he is he time to retire, whatever. But when you take that seat and you take over Coach K and we know what we went through after 04 and all that, there's going to be a microscope and it's going to dig whether it's right or wrong or not, uh, wrong or right. Now, before we go on from that, another one that I'm not going to excuse from this as well, regardless if they're – not wanting the system pops running or whatever. I'm going to talk to Mr. Sensitivity, Ralph Tresman himself, Kevin Durant. Hey, Kevin, look, man, you're going to probably get some couple more rings with Brooklyn. You got two with Golden State. But the guy that you like to follow and chase and LeBron and and I want to be respected, put some respect on my name and 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 looking at people with the gas face when they come up on you and IG said, oh, man, the best player, LeBron, Kevin, you give him that uh, cockeyed look. Don't bring home the goal. If you don't bring home the goal, whether it's it's Calvin thinks it's pop fault or people think it's pop, that is going on your resume. You you're part of going toward the the greats which I think health-wise you are going to get other rings with Brooklyn. But don't be the guy who drops the baton after we revamp, after Colangelo and all the guys revamped this thing back in 04. Okay? And remember some of the teams, I mean, Kobe had to get hotter than French grease to get past Spain in that gold medal game, if I'm not mistaken, years ago. I mean, when Kobe was there. I mean, they've had some tough – I mean, this hasn't been – no one's saying this is 92 and they're blowing everybody 30. I'm not saying that. But Kevin Durant – whether it's pop, whether it's the system, whether it's Bud's system, whether it's the whoever the hell it is, you got to find a way to lead this team to the goal. That's going to taste real nasty. That's going to be real nasty. Not letting KD off the hook of that. He got to find a way. Whether they like what Pop's doing or not, I'm putting this on KD over there. He's the best player in the world. Well, not according to Argentina's coach, but we'll get to that. Uh, he's the best player in the world. 
He's there on that stage. He should be the leader. Okay? He's the one that, oh, man, Golden State, they needed me. I didn't go, okay, man, bring that gold back regardless. Don't get it. You better not get knocked out early in the medal round. If you're going to lose, you better lose to the finals, whether it be to France, Australia, Patty, whatever the case may be. Okay? I don't know what it is about Olympics, man, but Patty just, I mean, I, I don't know if it's the way he gets to play with them, whatever, but Patty, and this is even when Patty was like overweight, even when he's packing on pounds. Patty's ass shows up in them Olympics for that walkabout, for them walkabouts, for Crocodile Dundee in Australia. He gets it in, man. But no, nah, Katie, I'm not letting you off of this, bro. That that don't look right. LeBron's won a goal. And I understand he's won goal, but this is different, man. This is you. Like, yeah, you were probably one of the top players even when Braun was on there, the team with Kobe. Nah, bro, you can't break, you, you, you can't let this one. You can't, you cannot bring back the goal. That will be part of your legacy. That's gonna be a story to not gonna say it's gonna overshadow it. Not saying that you can't still go down one of the greats, but don't think you're just going to slide and then Pop's going to get all the heat. I don't think that that's right either because at the end of the day, it's their pride that they got to understand they were that USA, okay? We might be a country that's sometimes divided. We've got our own issues over here, but it's still the best place in the land in the world. And they've got to take pride in it when, you, when you're talking about the NBA side. Luca. Luca dropped, what did he drop, 48? He dropped 48 on Argentina last or yesterday. With 11 boards and 11 six boards. This is his first point. goal. Now, Sergio Hernandez, he's the head coach of Argentina. And he said that Luca is the best. He said, I said this two years ago, and I'm going to say it even more now. He's the best player in the world. And he said that's NBA included. And I'm thinking, like, is Sergio just leaving in the moment because Luca just dropped 48 on him for uh, uh Who's he playing? What country is that? Slovenia. Slovenia. Who else is on that? Does he have any other NBA? Who else is from that country that's in the NBA? Not too many, right? Sammy ain't got too many, so it's just Luca over there. Um, but he dropped 48 in his debut over Argentina, man, and led them to a 118 to 100 victory. So that right there is going to be um, – I, and I brought that up to say, is he the best player? But do we really think that? I mean, I know this yeah. is Argentina – you think he's the best player in the NBA right now? We think he's up there, yeah, because he's finishing every year in the MVP conversation. But he didn't say top three, though, Jordan. He said that he feels like he is the best player. And he might be right now. Mr. Sams, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I think that's... LeBron's that's, that's, on the decline. KD can't stay healthy. Kawhi can't stay healthy. And I understand Luka has his health issues, too. But just in terms of the complete package of the modern NBA, I don't know. What I, you got, Sam? I think the if you're asking me right now what player has the what player has the best chance to carry you to a championship, I I it's hard not to go with the guy we just saw carry his team to a championship with some historically great performances. I mean, I I would I would say Giannis is top of the list for me. I mean, the guy just put 50 and 15 and a game clinching NBA finals. Mm. I I would it'd be hard to pick against him right now but if you're if the question is what player what basketball player on earth right now would you build a franchise around moving forward if you only had to pick one the answer is Luka and it's not even close. Okay. Okay, now you've you said that on these airwaves during this time slot before. I've heard that. Yeah, but I mean I, I, Luka's I mean the dude's 22. I mean, it's it's well, to say he's the best right now might be a little early, but right. in six months we could look back and say it was stupid 
to not say it was true in the summer. Okay. I mean, it's always somebody's opinion. I mean, this coach, Argentina coach, he probably knows more basketball than me even two lifetimes. But in my opinion, I, I would still think, I think health-wise, I think it's, you know, and everything that we've said on this, as long as I've been doing this show, when we talk about the best or whatever, it's or we make predictions, it's always based on good health. Okay? So good health, I still think it's KD. I think it's KD right now. Because LeBron's age and LeBron coming in, I think that kind of defaults him a little bit. I think it's still KD. And then from KD, you can have some discussions on whichever way you want to go, whether it's Luke or whatever. But I think guardable-wise – and non-guardable, in the way he's built, I think KD has earned that right. Because, I mean, keep in mind, KD damn near beat Giannis in the Bucks just off of his his performance alone. Single head with no James Harden with one leg, if anything. Um, but I just thought it was – I think it was a little bit – I'm not going to say this is totally asinine comment, but it is. I think it's kind of one of those up caught up in the motion because you love Luka already. And then he just dropped a 48-piece on you. 736-9760. We get back. Aaron Rodgers' decision. He has to kind of show his hand as well. I want to talk about, uh, you know, Chandler Jones. Also, the Cowboys. I want to talk about who they're kicking the tires on bringing into camp in regards to in that secondary battle. I'm going to let you know how I feel about that as well, too. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis has been serving the San Antonio area for over 25 years. They have all the name brand and apparel and rackets as well, and they offer same-day professional racket restringing. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. All right, before we get to the phones, uh, we've got a couple of tweets. I mean, what do we got in the Twitter's world, uh, Jonas? Well, you got on the baseball front, uh, Dan Ward said Padres are his favorite to win it all right now. Giants, Padres, Dodgers will just beat each other up till the end of the season, but they uh, just got another uh, all-star uh, second baseman. Okay. And uh, Chicago versus Boston is good in the AL. Watch out for Toronto. And we got Casey Speak says you have to get out of the first round to be the best player in the NBA. Speaking of Oh, Luka. to the Luka situation. Uh, not necessarily because it's still – y'all know my philosophies. I mean, this ain't tennis. This ain't bowling. This ain't golf. I mean, it's a team sport. I kind of see what he's saying, but not necessarily. He would have probably been Clippers better. Twice? He, he probably would have done better. Instead of the first round, he could have said maybe even – he would have sound better if he would have said like a title or something. Like you got to win a championship. You're going to be, But it's still a team, team sport. Excuse me. Dan, Dan, Mr. Ward knows his baseball. Uh, Dan knows what he's talking about. I think um, – you know, Jays, yeah, Blue Jays has been one of those teams. I know I remember when Dan called in first, we had talked about the Blue Jays. So, yes, they'll be on my radar. Boston's on my radar. Yankees, I mean, Yankees had a decent game. I mean, they blew one against Boston the other day. I mean, they damn near had a no-hitter going, and they end up losing the game 4-3. They blew like a 3-0 lead. But, um, no, you know, Astros are doing their thing. But I think White Sox is the team that I think came out of left field on people, especially in their first year with, you know, uh, 
their manager, Tony Russo, getting back in the game. But, no, that's good. Plus 700 to win the World Series. Who? White Sox. White Sox. That's not bad. That's some good value on that. Um, I think Sam and I are still looking good, too, on Dodgers, uh, the L.A. Dodgers win total, too. We both took the under, and I think we're going to be safe on that. I knew that that was so high when they set that on there, that win total at the beginning of the year. Um, you know, what? and I think even real quick before we get to the phones, I think you were telling me it's flipped, even to bring it full circle, what we're talking about the U.S. national men's team, the uh, Vegas Dodgers. Because before, because I remember, I think they were at, what, a minus 1,000 to win the goal? And where are they at now? Yeah, they'd opened at minus 1,000. They're down to minus 250 per bet MGM Ugh. and sports betting diamond. Yeah, minus Sam. 225. Yeah, Sam even. knows what that language is about. I'm looking at Sam through the TV. He knows what that language is about. Not good. Not good. Still a favor, but that's a big drop. People in the desert know. They know. They're not that totally. I'm like I said, man, France is this team that's probably going to be here at the end. They got Rudy Gobert's ass. They got some link. You know, Australia with that. So, yeah, the USA. But the talent-wise – and, I, and I'm not leaving. I'm not lost confidence they can figure it out. Somebody's got to figure it out. Either the players got to figure it out, led by Kevin Durant. And, you know, Jonas just spoke on it's true. Steve Kerr's on that bench also. Okay, Jay Wright, Villanova. I like Jay Wright, knows a lot of basketball too. But Steve Kerr, out of the respect that he has for Pop, Steve is going to lay back. Steve is going to let Pop do the way he thinks. Steve feels like the reason why he got a job is because of Pop. So, it is what it is. Let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Jazz. Jazz, you on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up, Jazz? Hey, Calvin and company. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? What's up, Jazz? Hey, how you doing? First of all, I just want to say Sam was on point with the Giannis and Lucas. Great take. Right mm-hmm. on point, I think. I agree with him. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about pop. The re- I'm going to talk about my reality. Okay. Mm-hmm. The reality is that Pop gets a lot of the credit for the success of the Spurs but and that he's a great coach. But the truth of the matter is the success of the Spurs is divided among a lot that was contributed to its success. And I'm going to break this down. It's a little different, but I'm going to break it down on how I think the success of the Spurs came and what we're kind of seeing today. I would say 60% comes with Tim, Tony, Manu, and along with the other players that kind of came along the way, David, Kawhi, and stuff like that, 60% is, uh, is uh, the, the player's contribution. I would say 20% came with all the assistants that are scattered all over the NBA right now, the assistant coaches, the front office, the ownership, all collectively make up about 20% of the success that happened with the Spurs, especially during their championship years. And I would give 20% to Pop. Mm. And you know, but they're giving him a lot more credit than I think he deserves because he's really contributed about 20% to the Spurs from the defensive, the discipline, the drive that he's had. But now what we're seeing is all the other stuff is eliminated. The, the players are gone. The assistants are gone. The ownership trying to, you know, keep everything organized is gone. And now this is pop on the scene by himself. So I think without a lot of help, this is the pop we get. Hmm. Okay, Jazz, thanks for the phone call. Um, I did get your, your message on Twitter yesterday, by the way. I know you messaged AC as well, but that is me. So you're like, I don't know if this is for sure, Calvin, but she messaged uh, AC a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, damn, Jazz, you didn't message AC? I didn't even know about that. You know, got to watch that. But anyway, Jazz, um, I agree. I kind of see what Jazz get, but even me, 
the 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 bad guy, the Debbie Downer, the the, the pop hater, what what y'all try to label me, I'm giving pop more than twenty percent. Okay, I'm giving pop. I'm giving pop more than twenty percent. I see kind of where jazz is saying. There's definitely a lot of factors to it, but I always go by the guy that's the leader, the guy at the time, the guy that's getting guys to buy in to believe what he said, pounding the rock. You know that that thing that they said in the 18 for it, pound the rock. I gotta get pop. All the philosophy. I'm giving him more than 20, Jazz. I I see what you're saying. There's some truth to what you're saying, but I'm bumping him up more than he's more responsible than just 20 percent. All right, when we get back, we'll get to Mike's phone call as well. You listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Is your heating system ready for colder weather? An annual heating system tune-up from McCarthy Services will help make sure your system is working properly and efficiently to keep you warm and save money on your heating costs. Schedule your annual heating system tune-up today with McCarthy Services for only $29. That's right, only $29. But do it fast. This outstanding special ends soon. Call 866-838-1432 for details. License number 2705-142-9478. McCarthyHomeservices.com 